hi everybody. Uh, our today's guest is Pablo Schiavo. Did I pronounce your surname correctly? Yeah, yeah you pronounce it perfectly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, he is from Spain. He is 3D designer and founder of German C Studio. Well, actually, I'm from Argentina. So I'm, I'm living in Spain now. Live in Spain, uh-huh. okay. So you worked uh, for some companies like Swatch, uh, MSI, HBO, and other. What uh, was uh, the way of learning 3D design and how did you become who you are now? Well, actually, I have a graphic design background. So I studied graphic, uh, studying graphic design. And afterwards, I realized that I was more interested in motion graphics uh, than graphic design. Uh, and after a year of studying graphic design, I decided to get more involved in 3D design. So, I mean, I really like, for example, animating and other stuff of motion graphics. But what I really like to do is uh, 3D design mainly. So you talk about you in Spain and uh, uh, where you from? Uh, I am from Argentina. Argentina? Oh, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I am, I am from Argentina, and I lived all my life there. But the last two years, I have been living in Amsterdam, and this last month, I came to Spain. You have your own uh, courses on Domestica. By the way, I saw you advertise on uh, Facebook uh, today. <laughs> And um, already 300 students passed your course. Uh, tell someone uh, who is interested in it, uh, what knowledge they will get after completing the full course. Well, okay. Um, in the course, I try to explain a little bit the process of my work uh, from the beginning to the end. I also try to give some of the tips I use daily in Octane. Uh, which is the render I mostly use uh, for rendering. Uh, I also, well, I use Cinema 4D like a 3D software and then Octane for rendering. Um, in the course, I give some, maybe some design tips at the beginning because I come from a, a design background. And mm-hmm. afterwards, we start like playing a little bit with the software and I try to give the I don't know, the people, I don't know how to say, the, the students maybe, mm-hmm. uh, some some tips from the software and for rendering and afterwards for compositing also. Uh-huh. But mainly I would say like it's a good course to get really involved in Octane maybe. I, I mean, it's related to design, mainly to 3D design, but I think it's a good opportunity to get a little bit more involved uh, in Octane and, and learn some, some, tip, some tips. And uh, as far as I can see, uh, there are uh, at least 12 people who rated as perfectly your course. So I think the best advertisement for uh, any product is uh, a high level of appreciation of starring. So I think uh, <laughs> this course is valuable and I thoroughly recommend to everybody who is listening or will listen to us in the future to visit the Domestica website with this course. I will put the link 
below this video in the description. And I think uh, this knowledge of a person who uh, worked with uh, such companies like HBO, as I said, will be very valuable. Yeah, to be honest, I, I, it was like the, the first uh, course I made. So I always had the idea to make a tutorial or something like that, but I never really had the time to do that. Uh, and when I contact with the, well, to be honest, when the people from Domestica contact me to to create the course, I thought that it was a good moment to develop a course when I can, can try to share a little bit some some of the know uh, the knowledge maybe. And related to the clients, uh, I mainly work for design and animation studios that work with this kind of of clients. So I was collaborating with another big team, for example, of designers and animators, which mm -hmm. also were working in the studio for this, this kind of project. May I ask you one more uh, personal question? How old are you? Uh, I'm 29. <laughs> 39. And, uh, no, no, 29. Uh, not yet, not yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what is the part of your life you spent on uh, in graphic? Well, I mean, I studied graphic design for three years, like in the university here in Argentina. Mm -hmm. uh, so for me, it was important to to study that to have like a really good uh, background and visual sense of compositing, color palettes, uh, a lot of stuff that maybe if you don't study it uh, in the graphic design career or in a graphic design area, it's difficult to to get that knowledge if you enter directly in, in a free software, for example. Uh, so, uh, what inspires and uh, motivates you, maybe several artists? Well, I when I start uh, my process, I not only look to 3D artists, I also like to to watch different, for example, architectures uh, or different photographies or even movies. So I have like a lot of references. Usually, uh, it depends if I want to. It depends on what I want to design. If I want to design a space or if I want to design something a little bit more crazy. For example, for of architects, I really like uh, Ricardo Legorreta or Luis Barragán or R Ricardo Bofil. Maybe I can write it for you afterwards. Uh, and 3D artists, uh, I really like what Six and Five do, like uh, Alexis Cristodulu, Juan Juan Soderstrom are also is are also really amazing for me. And the Reisinger is also a really good 3D artist. I think there's a, a big scene right now of 3D artists that are doing things quite amazing. Also, apart from, from artists, I try to look a lot of different studios. I think, for example, Man, Man vs. Machine, Future Deluxe, Tendril are like big studios that are always doing uh, really nice projects and and it's really interesting to see what they they are developing. Maybe I say a, a lot of stuff. <laughs> Let's say about uh, books, uh, music. Uh, what uh, movies do you like? 
What movies? Um, well, I think my favorite movie, well, that's a difficult uh, question. Uh, I think my favorite movie would be Funny Games. I don't know if you know that movie. It's kind of Perfect. mindfuck, suspense, terror, but kind of psychological terror. I don't know how to explain. I also, uh, yes, but mainly I would say psychological terror is, is one of my favorites. My favorite uh, question, uh, uh, who did you want to be as a child? I think I would say a soccer player, like 90% of Argentinians. A short questions, I think. Uh, your works uh, can be bought on NFT showroom, I saw. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, they see you are not, uh, you're, you spend uh, not so much time on uh, NFT. Maybe I missed, correct me. And uh, you, so you didn't try uh, other platforms like Rarible or uh, Maker's Place or no one a region so you, you use only nft showroom i think that uh, your art uh, uh, would be um, much appreciated in this platform platforms because i think uh, the way you render and create the pictures scenes it's uh, like uh, movie production i think I think that uh, it's a nice way to make your art more popular and make maybe spread uh, your knowledge through this art to other. And I recommend to uh, everyone follow this uh, guy because uh, this his art would be uh, interested by collectors, I think, and uh, and also by other artists, professional artists even. Uh, so that way that that was my thought well that's really really nice to hear I, i'm glad you you like my art and i think that's really nice to know uh, and regarding nfts uh, yes to be honest i think i'm not a really technical person but i try to investigate a little bit before getting involved in nfts And at the moment, I find I find this platform, the one NFT showroom, like the more user friendly and maybe attractive in a way, and that doesn't use Ethereum. So I think that's also good for the environment, and that was important for me. I, I mean, I didn't want to jump in directly to super rare or foundation or that kind of stuff because I think it's important maybe to, to wait and to, to see what happens maybe in a few months or, a, or maybe one year, I don't even know, but uh, new options, more sustainable come. And I mean, I think it's important not, not to, shut, to shush anybody, but it's also important to, to be responsible of our decisions and just investigate a little bit and see okay this platform is better than this one because this or this or this and that's why i'm just using nfts right now because it's not uh, using ethereum and i understand that that is better for for the environment that's why i didn't get more involved at the moment uh, 
So I, I'm waiting to see what happens in that area. You worked with HBO, by the way, my uh, one of my favorite uh, channel with uh, their uh, TV shows like uh, True Detective and uh, Sorry, uh, uh, you worked with uh, HBO uh, it's uh, one of my favorite channels with uh, their uh, TV serials uh, True Detective and uh, etc and uh, I wonder uh, uh, what kind uh, work you doing uh, to HBO? Well, HBO, to be honest, was one of my first like big projects in a studio. I worked in th this work of HBO was made in Super Studio. That was, is one big and important studio in Argentina. It had a really amazing team, a, a really amazing team of animators and designers. And As I told you before, this was like my first big project. A lot of companies, of big companies, for example, like HBO, go to Argentina because we have a really good uh, design and animation level. And also because it's a little bit cheaper, maybe that uh, America or Europe. Uh, so a lot of nice projects get developed in Argentina. And my job in that, in that project was mainly uh, style frame design. I designed some, some developed some style frames, uh, mm -hmm. some materials, lighting, and try to mix a little bit with the 2D because in that project, we had also some 2D stuff going on. So the idea was to mix a little bit of 3D with 2D. And yes, my part was mainly to develop uh, 3D style frames that there were going to be animated afterwards. Maybe I missed, is there an uh, example, is there a TV show which we can see and say uh, that, uh, whoa, that's his work. And uh, for example... By, by me or by another person? By your, your. Uh, apart from HBO, for example, or... Because I, I usually work more in in projects that are more related to branding, mm -hmm. or but not in in TV shows usually. I mean, for example, in Amsterdam or in Netherlands, I was working in a studio which developed, for example, all the branding of a news channel. Mm -hmm. You know, so okay. I have I have maybe to develop. Uh, when the person stops speaking and then a 3D comes on the screen, uh, that kind of stuff I used to do, or maybe advertisement also, but not that much in TV or in movies, I would say. Um, what uh, YouTube uh, channels uh, do you watch for education? Uh, what you can uh, recommend and uh, Uh, have you your own education YouTube channel with your uh, lessons? Um, well, people that I can recommend, to be honest, I, I first, I think what I want to learn and then I look for it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh -huh. It's not that I'm going to say, okay, today I'm going to watch this YouTuber or the other YouTuber. First I say, okay, 
I don't know, what do I want to do? And then I start to see uh, where I can find it. Uh, I think at the beginning of, uh, when I started to get involved in, in 3D and maybe in Octane, I saw a lot of tutorials of Andre Lebro. I don't know if you know it, but he has a lot of... Uh, we will put the link, I will ask you afterwards, uh, after the stream. Mm -hmm. Okay, for sure. Um, then let me think. I also I'm also looking some people that I I used to see. I design also it has some good tutorials. Uh, well, to be honest, in Domestica I also I mean before even before I did my even before I did my my course I also did another course of another of another teacher which is called Tavo that he has also a really really nice uh, design and animation studio uh, so I, I also recommend him but yes I, I as I told you before I'm not like a really technical person that is always learning new stuff I try to think first what do I want to do? And mm -hmm. then I think mm -hmm. how to do it. So you have uh, experience with uh, architecture, with uh, house decision, home decision? Well, um, I, I try to, I always try to create and develop spaces. Uh, that's mm -hmm. one thing I really used to do, but not, not in the traditional architecture, I would say. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, in my case, for example, my father is an architect, so I always have uh, I always have this some kind of contact I would say with architecture but I don't I don't have any traditional education of architecture mm -hmm. uh, I mean I I well to be honest I did one or two months of the career but it takes five years to be an architect in Argentina so that's almost anything like I only did one or two months of the career, but yes, not in the traditional ar architecture, I would say, but I really like to develop digital spaces, yeah. maybe, maybe a little bit more related to installations, I would say, like mm -hmm. surre surreal places, installations, even digital places. There are a lot of events, for example, that they were physical. And with this COVID, COVID situation, they are, they are changing to digital. So some of the latest work I have been doing is to develop these digital spaces, I would say. I want to make a conclusion uh, for, uh, as for your previous sentence that you first see what uh, do you want to learn and then you, then you look where, where you can learn. It. I think uh, it is a very uh, bright example of a man who first construct his own uh, goal, aim, and then uh, he finds resources to build uh, this or to move up to this uh, aim goal. Am I right? Yeah, I think that is important also because uh, when I finished the graphic design career, I did like graphic design, animation, 3D. So, and then I realized that I don't like animation. I mean, I really like to see it. I really like to watch it but I don't like to do it. So I think what you say is important because it takes some time for you to understand what you like and what you like to develop. And when you find that, I think it's important that you try to really understand and, and take your work through that path. 
I mean, it's okay to try a little bit everything, but I think that when I, you find something you like, it's it's good to to keep on that path and, and go ahead. <laughs> mm -hmm. What are the ways? Uh of uh, relaxing uh, for you maybe sport or play on guitar well i i like to do sports i mean i, I like to play soccer now with the covid it's a little bit a little bit difficult i don't know i also like to maybe watch a movie with or a series with my girlfriend or with my cat uh, not i don't have a lot much to say i i, I would say like playing soccer and just chilling maybe please. because uh, I think also I, I'm lucky because 3D is something that I also do as a hobby so for me I, I don't I don't take it like working you know it's it's also relaxing to be like creating stuff also want to ask uh, according to this section of questions personal questions what countries were you so except Argentina Uh, Spain, Netherlands, as far as I understood. Yeah, those are the only three countries where I have lived. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I have visited another, uh, other countries in South America, like, I don't know, Brazil, Uruguay. In Europe, I have visited Swiss, Germany, Croatia, Italy, and I think those are the countries I visited. But I, I have only lived in in Amsterdam, in Buenos Aires, almost all my life, and now in Spain. The most, the most you like, it is Spain, yes? No, no, well, the most I like is Argentina, but economically it's a little bit difficult right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but Spain, I really like it also. Mm -hmm. And Amsterdam too, but Amsterdam is a little bit more difficult with the weather. I don't know where you are located right now. We are located in Ukraine. It is the east of Europe. The neighbor is Russia from the uh, east and, and below the Ukraine, uh, Black Sea and then Turkey. Okay, so I, I'm not sure how the weather is there, but for me, Amsterdam was like really difficult because it had a lot of hours of darkness. I mean, at five o'clock it was already already like dark and <laughs> for me in argentina and and here in spain i'm not used to that uh, we have a lot of sun you know and for me that that's better like i'm not sure how it's in ukraine to be honest in ukraine uh, very different uh, weather for example uh, in uh, my uh, hometown I'm from Zaporizhia and it's uh, very hot uh, weather. For example, in the summer can be 50, uh, <laughs> uh, 45 uh, grader uh, Celsius plus 45 in summer. Uh, but now I uh, live uh, in Lviv and it's no much sun and uh, weather is uh, so much uh, rains and uh, no much sun, and uh, I don't like this uh, weather. I uh, like uh, more uh, hot uh, climate. So uh, Ukraine is big, uh, big uh, country and uh, um, other climates in uh, any city. And uh, uh, also you prefer Argentina conditions, uh, weather conditions. You said that uh, the most uh, lovely place is Argentina 
And uh, so you prefer a more warm climate uh, like in Argentina, not in Europe, for example. Uh, the difference is big, am I right? Yes, not that much in Spain, for example, but yes, in Netherlands. Mm-hmm. In Spain, it's similar to Argentina. Mm-hmm. And in Netherlands, it's, it's different. <laughs> Can you say some motivation for beginners? Uh... Well, to be honest, I think like the best motivation you can have is to try to do what you like. Uh, because if not, probably you will have to do something you don't. So try to learn something that that you like and then you won't have to work because you will just do what you like and probably some, someone will pay you for doing that. So uh, I think the best motivation is just to do do whatever you like and then... Mm-hmm. Then if you do it okay and you learn it and you are good with it, probably someone would pay you for do that and you can live doing that. Uh, what uh, better teach yourself uh, via YouTube, for example, or uh, already uh, go to courses uh, on uh, 3D design? Well, I think everything uh, is important. Everything mm-hmm. that you can do uh, is something... If it's good for you, even if it's just a little thing, it's it's good. Uh, even if you look on YouTube or you do a course or you go to a university, like everything that is good for what you want to develop, it's, it's positive. In my case, I think it, it's important to go to a university or to have some design background, but nowadays, That is not necessary. Maybe you have a lot of courses on, online and YouTube. And, but I think that everything that makes you learn something new is, is good. It doesn't matter where, where it comes from. I want to make a conclusion for your previous phrase that the best motivation is to do what you love. This is a famous expression. So do what you love, love what you do. And this is simple, but it is the best, uh, the best words for everybody, not according to life or, or art or anything else. Uh, but uh, as for life in general, any uh, aspect uh, of life you uh, choose and you will use this form, uh, pretty simple but effective form. And I think uh, with this simplicity of this form, it is pretty hard to follow it because uh, there are a lot of weights uh, everybody wants to you to follow him or something else so we all must be strong and follow the way we build brick by brick or stone by stone and uh, that's uh, the true way and uh, i think everybody of us uh, wish um, everybody to Uh, full of own dreams and uh, own inner uh, feelings. So I think uh, that's the words uh, we can uh, make bold and print near the wall and see it every day. Mm-hmm. John, do you have anything else? Questions? Can you show to us some a bit uh, process your work yes as i told you before i i used to start with a with a mood board and then i i go to cima but i take some good time to 
to make our research and development of, of different stuff. If you give me maybe one minute, I can look for something. Okay, okay. While Pablo is preparing, I feel it with useful tips. So you can uh, follow Pablo on Instagram. His Instagram is Pablo underscore Schiavo. C-S-C-H-I-A-V-O. And uh, other his Instagram is uh, G-M-N-C-Y dot studio. GMNCY.studio. I still recommend to follow both these channels so you will see the life and uh, all the artwork this talented artist uh, creates. Also, recommend everybody to uh, see uh, Domestica courses. As far as I understand, this course is also with English subtitles, uh, will be useful uh, for those who want to master in 3d uh, adobe photoshop and one more program i uh, just discovered for myself is octane render uh, i think you should enable the, the screen sharing is that possible ah, okay perfect yeah now now i, think I, I, I missed the checkbox sorry guys <laughs> oh, no problem. now you are seeing my screen right Oh, yeah. Okay, so basically, lately I have been doing a, a show that it's related to to a space. I had to re, to recreate, to make a space for a, a brand, which is, a, which makes rugs, like carpets, like this kind of rugs, you know? So I have to develop a, a space uh for this kind of stuff so basically this is what i receive from the clients i receive some visual references or some stuff like spaces uh, ideas in this case i had to develop a, a shelf mm -hmm. so so the first thing i do is to try and start looking for a lot of references from different artists from pinterest from uh, right this was the final one of the final images so i'm deleting it i i start looking for images from pinterest or i don't know from behance or from blogs of design like ignant or other stuff uh, i look for a color palette this is like a little, it was like a little, something that I had to do quite fast, so I didn't take a lot of time to develop it. Uh, but once I have this, I, I start recreating a scene. Uh, so basically, this is not very uh, organized now because I have everything like. Uh, but well, you can see like all the lights here uh, and the objects that I developed. And well, here is the camera. So basically, you can see all what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I start basically modeling this kind of stuff, like 
first I do like the mood board process. Then I go to cinema and start modeling all the stuff. And once I have this modeling, I start making the textures. Like if you open the text, if you open the textures, each each te texture has like a texture maps that I use to create the materials. And when I have the materials, then I start rendering in, in Octane. For example, if I go to Live Viewer. In this language called Blueprints, uh, with, with the scheme of uh, of your textures. I thought something, uh, something, something like in Unreal Engine. Uh, so it's uh, just a thought. Uh, <laughs> don't mind. And once I have all the textures, I start working in in the rendering. Uh, this thing is a little bit heavy, so it's mm -hmm. taking some time. Uh, but basically, that's like how the project goes. First, I work in the mood board, in some references, and I take my time to look for color palettes, materials, and lighting. Once I think about all that stuff, I go to a 3D software, in my case, a Cinema 4D, and I start modeling, and I start working on the compositions. And once I have the composition and the modeling, I start with the texturing and creating all the textures for the stuff. And once I, I like this, uh, I just render it. And after rendering it, I go to Photoshop usually and I make the like the composition for for example in this case. In this case, this was the final images. Uh, mm -hmm. So oh, I render it, and then I I make like all the color stuff in 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 Photoshop. But that's uh, roughly the the process I do for working. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, um, so. Uh, how you doing these uh, textures? You uh, uh, you take uh, some uh, sample uh, samples from internet, or you uh, create these textures from colors and uh, some patterns? Uh, I think it's a mixture. I usually do my materials and others i start from a material and then i change uh, different stuff that to mm -hmm. adapt it to my work so i i would say that it's a little bit of everything mm -hmm. uh, so this uh, textures you create by oven or uh, these textures it's like uh, 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 little plugins or uh, files no, no uh, mainly what you use to create the textures are like images that are called uh -huh. texture maps. I mean, and then you use these images 
mm-hmm. and you plug them in each, let's say, in each uh, parameter of the material. For mm-hmm. example, for for the color of the material, I using an images of mm-hmm. of the color of a marble. Uh, they are called like texture marks. Mm-hmm. Okay, and how much time, uh, for example, to for creating this scene, uh, it takes for for you day or two or several hours? Well, I think it depends if it's like a personal project or a client project. Uh, I think in the personal project, I take my time and I do it like maybe more slowly when I have some free time, I just uh, advance on it. Uh, but if not, I would say this image, for example, I can do it in in maybe two days, I would say. Uh, maybe then afterwards I, I do it and then comes the, cor- the correction of the client. And then he said me, oh, okay, I want to change this or this and I change it and it depends on the corrections also, but I would say like two days or even one day sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, so, um, is it all or maybe something else? I have also a bunch of questions, other. Uh, I think I'm, I, I, for me or for Artem? <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, no, I... uh, so uh, uh, this is the whole part you wanted to show us. Am I right? Uh, yes, yes, yes. I want to sh- show like roughly the process, which how it starts, <laughs> uh, which is in in the mood board stage. Then uh, how I start doing the production, like how I start developing, which is in cinema and afterwards the, the composition. That is roughly like the whole process. Then, mm-hmm. for example, in the course of Domestica, I explain everything little by little, mm-hmm. so you can understand everything, mm-hmm. but it, it, it takes quite some time to, to understand everything. So. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, so I say it again, so everything uh, you see, uh, it's only a part of uh, the whole knowledge Pablo uh, provide on domestic courses. Uh, so, thank you, man. It's not uh, the finish. I have also several questions. <laughs> if it is possible, of course. If you have time, though. Uh, personal and uh, futuristic at this time question, uh, maybe whom will you be in three, five years? So how do you see yourself in three, five years? No, <laughs> to be honest, I, I'm, I don't look that forward. I, I just look for, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I, I think like right now with the, with the current situation, it's difficult to think in four or five years because you don't know what's going to happen this year, you know. 
because uh, everybody doesn't know what will be uh, tomorrow so this really the situation is uh, in this uh, fast uh, fast to uh, move uh, fast world, fast changing mm-hmm. fast changing yes and uh, yeah and also with the covid situation you know and uh, all this kind of st- all this kind of stuff uh, maybe it's a little bit pessimist but uh, in my opinion I, I don't know like what's going to happen even this year or next year <laughs> how do you think uh, what is the uh, future of digital art and uh, so maybe uh, i need to say what is the future of nft art or how do you think this trend will will develop uh, in the future like uh, nowadays well i think nft is like only the, the commercial part of the arts i think like digital arts should be like a way of expressing or distracting or working but i think it's it's mainly like something related to art you know like for me nfts is only a way that you can sell or make money but i don't think it's it's a really good tool for for artists but i think that also in a way it makes like everything a little bit more commercial and less artistic like there are some there's a lot of people that i i'm not saying it's wrong but that just are, are starting and they just the first thing i do they just upload it like an nft and maybe i think it's important to develop and try to create a little bit more art and and then see how you can sell it or how you can make some profit with it i think that uh, artists the whole time asked and uh, ask and will ask their self so need uh, for example need i uh, or he or she to create art uh, for commercial feats or i need to discover myself and follow my own vision of of life and uh, my own uh, desires which i uh, want to open well i think uh, well in my case for example i have i have to do both uh, like sometimes you need one for living basically to to eat and then you that then that makes possible that you can develop the art for yourself or the art that you really want to do but i think that at some point everyone starts with a little bit of branding and client work then you have time to develop your more personal art and uh, what can you say some sentences for those who also wants to open their own graphic studio what are the main basics because i think uh, that there are a lot of artists who want to also uh, make uh, something bigger than uh, open art uh, to build a team, for example, upgrade <laughs> their self to uh, upper level, to collaborate, to co-work with such companies like uh, you work. What uh, what can be recommendations? Well, I think maybe a, a good recommendation, if you want to build a team, for example, it's good to be part of a team. So maybe it's good to maybe to take some time to try to enter in a studio, for example, or 
try well try to develop your own tools like i don't know the software that you like the rendering you like i don't know try to work one or two years in a studio so because when you work in a studio it's you learn the knowledge of other people also so your knowledge grows like much faster mm-hmm. than if you work alone so it's always good to work one or two years in a studio maybe and then go freelance and after go freelance try to get some clients and after getting some clients start thinking about a studio but i i think it's good to to like go step by step maybe and the last question i uh, uh, don't want to Uh, spend uh, too much your time and the list of my questions is almost comes to end so also for beginners uh, what skills are in demand now on the graphics market what knowledge is necessary for the roles who want to be a designer illustrator uh, what is uh, uh, what knowledge is uh, required to work and to have uh, nice paid job and orders i think well for example in the graphic design area the ux and ui there's a lot of show op- i see a lot of show openings uh, regarding to that to ux design and ui design regarding 3d a lot of people are learning uh, render engines like render engines like maybe octane or redshift Uh, when it's related to branding also a lot of people are software that is really good pay usually is Houdini that I, I don't do it but I know that you get paid really well if you know how to use that program and I would say that so Artyom let's finish our guest uh, today is Pablo Schiavo a very talented man he traveled from Argentina to Spain, opened uh, here's Owen Graphics Studio, GMNCY, and also has rich experience with uh, such great companies like HBO. It is very valuable thing in our world to have uh, real knowledge, which is required nowadays in the market situation. And uh, also I thoroughly recommend to visit his courses because uh, this uh, man knows his uh, professional deal. Pablo, can beginners uh, ask uh, you questions in uh, on Instagram, for example, or do you have Twitter? Uh, can they... Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, it is very important. So for those who want to uh, ask questions, please ask him and uh, uh, not spend much time with him because he works a lot. And uh, so, Pablo, thank you a lot. Yeah, thank you a lot for this uh, talking, Pablo. It uh, was a very interesting journey for us, for people uh, who uh, see us on YouTube. Um, thank you. Okay, thank you for contacting me. And I also had a really good time. I hope I can, I could help you and give you some new ideas. Uh, Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.